Welcome back to Jams for Hire. I'm Matthew Perry alongside the rest of the gang, Will, RJ, and Jamil. We're back with the week nine predictions for the NFL. Uh, last week was kind of rough for everybody. Uh, Will, I know I know you have the standings of just last week. Um, I wound up not getting those down. You want to read those yeah, off? So I had the best week. Uh, unfortunately, with all of us, we had four games in which we all unanimously agreed on and that, that team lost. Uh, I don't remember all of them right off the top of my head. I know both Los Angeles teams. Uh, I want to say Tennessee and then and Green, one Bay. Of Green Bay. Yeah, that's the other one. That, those are the four. Those are the four games we all lost unanimously. But at the end of it, uh, Matt ended up going seven and seven. Uh, Jamil and RJ both went eight and six. And then I went nine and five to end the uh, to recap last week. Again, not the greatest of weeks. Uh, nine and five is good but we've had way better weeks i mean jamil's i think jamil and i are both coming off of 10 and 4 and 11 and 3 so i mean uh definitely definitely room for improvement this week <laughs> yeah for sure uh an update on the overall standings jamil is still our lead dog he is 78 41 and 1 uh will not far behind only one game back he's 77 42 and 1 uh, I myself, despite the bad week, I'm only four games behind the leader, Jamil. I'm 74, 45, and one. And RJ coming up the rear uh, might make a pass on me this week. We'll see. He's 72, 47, and one. Uh, our our buy our teams this week are the Browns, Bengals, Rams, and Eagles. Uh, they will be missed. But here we go. Uh, only three games this week where we differ. Uh, we'll start with the Sunday 1 o'clock games. The Denver Broncos will be taking on the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, myself, RJ, and Will all sided with the Atlanta Falcons. Jamil, the odd man out, he sided with the Broncos. Jamil, let's hear why the Broncos. Um, let's be honest, we all know why. I've stated several times now that I'm just not going to pick the Falcons. Um, yeah, they look better. But um, I'm going to chalk up last week to, you know, we, we didn't see the rain coming in. We didn't know there was a hurricane in the, in the Gulf. Rain came in. You know, they, we didn't throw the ball effectively in Carolina. We didn't get Mike Davis the ball enough. Um, bad week for us in Carolina. Falcons came in, got a win, credit to them. But my boy Drew Locke was about to come in and uh, go to work in Atlanta after he ended the game against the Chargers last week. I like him to come in and tear up that Falcons secondary. My boy Drew Locke. Will, why are you going with the Falcons? I'm a Drew Locke fanboy, but I can't fanboy him that much. I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, it- I'm going to go with the Falcons just because, I mean, I've been saying similar to Jamil, I've been saying kind of the same thing every single week myself. Their offense is ridiculous. Their offense can score at will. They have nothing really stopping them from dropping 40 points almost every single week. Uh, again, they're two and one under their new coach, uh, Raheem, Raheem Morris. Is that their name? Raheem Morris, shout out Bucks. Yeah, there you go. Two and one underneath Bucks. the new head coach. And yeah. the only reason that they lost the one game is because Todd Gurley literally couldn't stop himself from scoring. Uh, other than that, they would be undefeated. Uh, I think that locker room has a complete new lookout on the season. Uh, it's, it's a, it may be a little too late with some of the other teams in that division, but uh, they things are definitely looking up in Atlanta. Uh, they seem to be scoring at will. The defense is playing a little bit better. Uh, overall, the team has just been playing better as a whole, and that's why I think Atlanta has a better chance over Denver. Moving on to our second game that at least somebody differs on. Uh, the Giants are heading to Washington to take on the football team. Uh, Jamil, myself, and Will all side with the football team, while RJ is the odd man out in this case, going with the New York football Giants. RJ, what are your thoughts? 
Um, well, hey, last night the Giants looked pretty damn good against the team I believe is going to win the Super Bowl, and that's Tampa Bay. Um, listen, Daniel Jones, he's – man, he's really annoying because he sucks, but then, like, he'll make a couple throws or he'll bust off a 40-yard run or something, and it's like, eh, all right, he doesn't suck. Um, I like the Giants' defensive line. Um, listen, these are two terrible teams, so I'm reaching. Um, yeah, I like their de- – their defense is I, right, you know. Um, I think Daniel Jones has more playmaking ability than Kyle Allen does. Um, and at the end of the day, I just think the giants are going to outscore Washington. I don't think Washington is going to be able to stop Daniel Jones. Um, he can get the ball to his receivers. He does a good job of that, or he can take off running and beat you that way. Um, I just think there's more, more to believe in with the giants than Washington. Fair, but you can't underestimate uh, Panthers legend Kyle Allen. Uh, <laughs> Jamil, why are you going with the football team? Uh, I'm going with the football team because uh, Giants, obviously, they're coming off of a short week. Um, this game was close last time these two teams faced each other. The Giants ended up squeaking the game out by one point. I'm pretty sure I picked the Giants in that game, but uh, it's hard to be – it's hard to sweep a team in your division. And uh, I think the Redskins defense is going to make enough plays against Daniel Jones for them to get the win this week. Fair point indeed. Uh, moving to our third and final game that we differ on, uh, a 405 game on Sunday between the Las Vegas Raiders and the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, Will is the odd man out here going with the Raiders, while Jamil, RJ, and myself all sided with the Chargers. Will, we'll start with you. Why the team in black and silver? So I went with the Raiders last week over the Cleveland Browns, and I wasn't exactly 100% confident in it, but I'd said that the defense have been playing above expectations, and these guys held the Cleveland Browns to six points. Uh, absolutely phenomenal game went from uh, from Las Vegas. The offense didn't show up like I thought they would, but whenever you hold a team to six points, you don't need it to. Uh, whenever you look at the Chargers throughout this season, I've been very high on the Chargers myself. I love Justin Herbert. I love everything he's doing out there. But that defense hasn't been able to hold anybody back. Similar to the Falcons, they've blown multiple leads and multiple double-digit leads as well. Uh, because of their defense, I just can't trust them enough against the Oakland Ra- or against the Vegas Raiders. And, uh, I mean, Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs is still continuing his toll on this season. He's been absolutely phenomenal. I don't see why he doesn't keep it up. So Oakland, or wow, why do I keep calling him Oakland? Uh, Vegas over LA for me. RJ, what puts the Chargers over the Raiders for you? Well, the Raiders are another annoying team. Uh, they look good and then they look bad. And then they look good. They keep drawing you in and then they push you away. And I think they drew everybody in. You mentioned they hold they held the Cleveland Browns to only six points. Um, that's a little misleading because the Browns have Baker Mayfield as their quarterback. They didn't have Odell Beckham and it was a snowstorm with 30 degree wind or 30 mile an hour winds. Um, nobody was going to be scoring much in that game. Anyway, this, this is going to be in LA, that brand new stadium with the roof closed, perfect weather. Justin Herbert is going to be pissed off after choking that game away against Denver. Um, Listen, this is this is typical for the Raiders. They brought us in last week. They're going to push us away this week. It's a division game. It's going to be tight. Uh, and I think Justin Herbert's looking looking like he might be the franchise quarterback of the Chargers. And, uh, you know, another dub for him. 
Very good points. We'll have to see how that unfolds and how it can affect our standings. Uh, moving forward to games we all agree on. Uh, we'll start with the Thursday night game. We all have the Green Bay Packers taking on our beating. I'm sorry, the uh, San Francisco 49ers. Jamil, let's get your thoughts. Why the Packers over the Niners? Look, this game might be um, on paper, you know, before the season start, we're like, man, this can be a good Thursday night game. Um, fast forward to now, this game might stink. Um, the the Packers are down to their fourth and fifth string running backs because of injuries and COVID. So the 49ers, um, they get a new star player hurt every week. Um, at this point, they're going to start playing practice squad players too. But um, at the end of the day, I think the Packers are going to be able to, to move the ball downfield, even without all their running backs. I think they'll be able to move the ball downfield. And I think they'll take advantage of just this depleted Niners team. Um, they, they almost lost every playmaker they have, and it's going to be hard for them to win this game. Moving on to the one o'clock games on Sunday, we'll start with the Seattle Seahawks, who we all have defeating the Buffalo Bills. Will, we'll get your thoughts on that. I doubted the Seahawks last week. Didn't think Garoppolo and Kittle were both going to get hurt in that game. Uh, but then again, Seattle also looked a lot better than I thought they would in that game. And San Francisco did not. Uh, Buffalo has been a little shaky here as of late. They haven't been as dominant as they were at the very beginning. And so because of that, ride the hand and go with Seattle. All right. Fair enough. Um, moving on to the Tennessee Titans and the Bears. All of us took the Titans to defeat the Bears. RJ, what do you think of that? Uh, man, that <laughs> Tennessee should not have lost last week to Cincinnati. I don't know what happened there. I don't know how you don't show up against a trash Bengals team. Tennessee's got to get back on track now. That's two straight losses, Steelers and Bengals. Um, listen, this team was undefeated just a couple weeks ago. Now you're losing back-to-back games. Can't be doing that. Uh, the Bears, I don't really know what you want me to say about the Bears. Uh, they actually looked a lot better against the Saints than I thought they would. Um, as long as none of their disgruntled wide receivers start fights. Um, I I think, uh, yeah, Tennessee, they're just the better team. I was this close last week. I was an overtime period away from getting a win over you guys with the Bears. I was – I was kind of confident in that. Uh, obviously, the only one. <laughs> yeah, I, I obviously I can't trust them anymore, and and you know I got to take my Titans, but we'll we'll move forward. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens are taking on the uh, Indianapolis Colts, and we all have Lamar Jackson and the Ravens defeating the Colts. Jamil, what are your thoughts with this one? Um, I think this is a good bounce back spot for Lamar Jackson. The Colts, honestly, on paper, you know, it's not the easiest matchup. The Colts have a pretty pretty good defense over there in Indianapolis. But um, I think this is going to be a get-right spot for Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. And I think their defense is going to bounce back. Their defense played well against the, the Steelers, too. I'm going to say bounce back. But I think they're going to give Phillip Rivers some, some fits. Rivers had a good game last week, but I think that comes down. Jonathan Taylor's doing with an ankle injury. So now you got Wilkins and Himes running the show. I think they'll struggle to run the ball against the Ravens' front, and I think the Ravens will do enough to win the game. We already know what RJ thinks of this one, so I'm going to go to Will on it. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, we all have defeating the Carolina Panthers. Will let's hear to talk about those boys. Well, somebody's got to get Trevor Lawrence, so why not Carolina? You know, uh, okay, uh, <laughs> yes, sir. For Trevor. <laughs> no, yes, so uh, sir. I mean, it, it's Kansas City. It, it's one of the better teams in the NFL, and it's Carolina. It's not one of the better teams in the NFL. Uh, it comes down basically to that. Uh, Kansas City is better than them in almost every single facet. Uh, I don't see a facet in which they're not. And so maybe punting, maybe Carolina's got a better punting unit. But other than that, uh, you wouldn't know because Casey's punter is not out there that much. So uh, I, you have to go with Casey. I mean, other they get they give you no reason not to take them. So Kansas City Chiefs. 
Fair enough. That... And that will put the Carolina Panthers at three and six for those counting at home. Three and thirteen is still on the table, which is still three more wins than the New York Jets. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of losing to do, and a lot of winning that the Jets need to do if you want any chance at Trevor. But we're hoping a lot for of it. a lot of season left. We're hoping for it. Uh, moving Maybe on, tell yourself to sleep at night, dude. <laughs> moving on to the next game, uh, we have a team that had a real good offense last week, or at least a real good running back. Uh, taking on a team that had a real weak defense. Uh, we all went with the Minnesota Vikings, who led by Dalvin Cook and his four touchdowns last week over Matthew Stafford and the Detroit Lions. RJ, I'll get your opinions on this one. This was probably the closest game for me, actually. Uh, Minnesota, before the season, I was crazy high on. I love their roster. I love Dalvin. love the receivers. I thought this team was going to win the NFC North and they were going to be hosting a playoff game. And they could not have had a worse start to the season. I don't understand what happened to that Minnesota Vikings team, but maybe, just maybe, they found something last week. You keep feeding 33 the ball, he's going to take you where you need to go. Kirk Cousins is not the guy that's going to put the team on his back and win a game for you. But Dalvin Cook damn sure looked like he can do it. Um, so listen, I think Minnesota, I don't even know what their record is off the top of my head. I know it's awful, but they might be, they might start, uh, knocking some teams off. They might not make the playoffs, but they might determine who does make the playoffs because this is still a good football team, I think, uh, on paper. So, uh, it's, they're gonna, they're gonna get back on track. They did it against Green Bay. They're going to do it, uh, against Detroit this week. Those boys are two and five, by the way. Probably not a playoff team, but, you know. As long as Dalvin Cook can stay healthy, I think the Vikings can have a chance in any game, really, depending on who they're against, especially a team like uh, Detroit. But we'll move to our last 1 o'clock game. Jamil, I'll get your thoughts on this one. Probably the least appealing game this week, at least in my opinion. The Houston Texans are taking on oh. the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, a gardner Minshewless Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. We're going to get either a Mike Glennon sighting or um, a rookie. So we'll see what happens there with the Jaguars, but they won't win because those quarterbacks aren't good. Um, We know what Glennon does. Jake Lutton, we don't know what he can do. He's from Oregon State, so we'll see if he can spark the offense. I don't know if the Jaguars didn't want their offense to get sparked because they're also tanking. Sorry, RJ. But, uh, no, I think it was going to be too much of Sean Watson, too much of the Texans' defense of what's even left um, of their defense. Yeah, I think the Texans won this game with these. Do we see the Jaguar? I mean, I'm sorry. Do we see the Panthers play the Jaguars or the Jets this season? No, I wish. Yeah, I that – well, I don't know if you wish because I think the, I think the Panthers would, have, would win both those games. No, nah, you'd, have, you'd have to lose them on purpose. Listen, it's not that easy. Not, listen, listen. They're going to play Kansas City this week, and then they're going to play Tampa next week, and they're going to be three and seven. All hope is gone. Uh, all hope has completely left the building. It is no longer in Charlotte. Pack the team up, cover the field, back up the truck, get them out of there. All right, Just let me break fold, your bubble. Fold, you also play the Lions, the Broncos. They've got some, listen, they've got some interesting games later in the season. In Washington, they play Denver. You can easily Washington, win one of those. Detroit, 
Listen. Doesn't CMC come back soon too? Doesn't McCaffrey come back, back this, this week? week. Yeah, you guys Listen. are gonna win some games. <laughs> Listen, Detroit can outscore anybody. They're kind of like Atlanta. They've got an offense that can put up points when you're not expecting it. That Denver game. Do one of y'all have the schedule? Is it in Denver? I don't. Um, I don't even no. know. This week is in Atlanta. It's in Carolina. No, 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 no. no, no. I'm talking oh, about with Carolina. Carolina. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Denver That's fine. Drew Locke. Drew Locke has never lost a game in the state of North Carolina. So, and when they play Washington, listen, Ron Rivera is going to get his revenge. Kyle Allen is also going to get his revenge. Washington's going to smoke Carolina. Listen, just to piss you off, I really hope the Saints have clinched the playoff spot in week 17. And I hope, and I hope there's just no way they can get out of the seed they're stuck in. So we see Taysom Hill play quarterback. And oh, James Winston play quarterback. And we go see James Winston. Listen, listen, I'm not kidding. I would rather see Jameis Winston play that game than Drew Brees. Drew Brees cannot throw a football. I'm sorry. This is his last year. That guy's done. He is absolutely oh. done. If they put Jameis Winston in, that offense would actually slap. Uh, so, yeah, I would love to see Jameis Winston week 17 throw all over Corn Elder and Dante Jackson and just expose all them boys. Two, uh, two 425 games we have on Sunday that we all agree on. The first one, the undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers will defeat uh, America's team, the Dallas Cowboys, according to us at least. Don't say it. I was going to say, don't say Will. Uh, will. Don't guarantee I, I, that. I got to go to you on the one. Well, now that you guaranteed it, you said that they will beat the Dallas Cowboys. I almost want to flip, but no, uh, no, it's Ben DiNucci. I mean, who? Uh, he's starting. No, no, he got benched. Oh, is it is it Dalton again now? It's Gilbert season. Dalton has COVID. Who? There you Garrett go. Gilbert, the pride Garrett of the Orlando Apollo. NFL, baby. It's or about from the, the AAF. Cooper Rush season. They're they're competing for the job. I like my boy. Here's I like my boy thing. Double G to get it. Long story short, nobody knows who's going to be under center for Dallas, and. The Steelers are undefeated. <laughs> I mean, what more do you need yeah. to know? I mean, that's, that's what we're doing bad. here. I mean, that, that that writes itself. I mean, <laughs> it's pretty self-explanatory. For anybody that plays daily fantasy football, the the Steelers defense is priced at the highest price point a defense has ever been on FanDuel this week. So that should let you know. <laughs> there you go. According to FanDuel, looks like we have our answer. Uh, our final four twenty-five game that we all agree on. We have the uh, Arizona card defeating the Tua-led Miami Dolphins. This one was kind of close for me. I don't know. How would you feel about this one, Jamil? Uh, yeah, like I told you earlier, you know, I I, almost, I kind of like what the Dolphins are doing. But um, last week, they obviously won against the Rams, and Jared Goff looked horrible. Shout out to Will. Um, it was not golf season. Uh, Tua really didn't have to do anything. The defense and special teams carried them all the way. So, I want to see Tua um, have to make some plays for this offense. Uh, the Cardinals' secondary isn't the best, so they'll be able to be picked apart. But um, it will be tough just to stop this uh, Arizona-led offense. I just think it's going to be a little bit too much Kyler Murray from them in this game. I think it's going to be close. I think the Dolphins are taking all the right steps into becoming a very good team in the AFC in the next few years. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm most interested in seeing Kyler versus Tua. I think that's a very powerful quarterback matchup. Um, and honestly, I think it'll be higher – scoring than most people expect but it'll be exciting for sure uh moving to the primetime games uh we have the local boys the or at least for the three of us uh the tampa bay buccaneers we have them defeating the new orleans saints rj you already got a smile on your face let's hear it 
I just told y'all, Drew Brees sucks. Uh, that dude cannot throw a football anymore. Drew Brees is one of the 10 greatest quarterbacks of all time. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. It should be unanimous. He is great. He is greatness personified, uh, but not in 2020. Uh, in 2006, you know, all that, he was great. 2020, the guy sucks. He cannot throw a football. Uh, Tampa Bay probably should have lost against the Giants, and they found a way to win. This defense is disgusting. And I know everybody points to, you know, when Brady signed here and all these eyes were, you know, shifted to Tampa like, whoa, they might have something down there. Everyone kind of overlooked this defense. And quietly, this defense is one of the most complete defenses in the league. It's up there with Baltimore and Pittsburgh, in my opinion. So I think Drew Brees is actually going to have a very, very tough time Sunday night. Uh, I Listen, I don't think Tampa's going to blow the doors off of the Saints, but it's going to be hard for the Saints to score. Like, I'm not kidding. Like, I just don't think it's going to be easy for them. And let's not forget, it's also the debut of Antonio Brown wearing that red and pewter. Everyone's going to be wanting to see that. He will have a touchdown against the Saints. That That is a hot take, in my opinion, considering how many tar- uh, how many – guys that the Bucks have that Tom Brady can go to many options uh, but all eyes for sure will be on Antonio Brown and the Buccaneers as they take over primetime Sunday night moving to our final game a Monday night game that, that really kind of feels like a Thursday night game if we're being honest with the matchup will we were talking about this one yesterday uh, we, all, we all got the Pats over the Jets who are still looking for their first win we'll get your thoughts here's a team that thinks Sam Darnold Frank Gore and a wide receiver core led by Brashad Perriman is a recipe for success. Next question. I mean, that, that should tell you everything you need to know. It's probably bottom five quarterback in the league. Uh, the oldest man in the league. And then one of the most boomer bust wide receivers of all time. Uh, the only thing he's good for is a deep ball. Uh, I don't care how bad the Patriots have been playing. I don't care who you're playing if you're the jets the jets are going to lose against the bye week the following week i mean i mean the jets are fucking horrible i mean there there there's no way around it there's no positives about it the one bright spot they had was avery williamson they just shipped him to pittsburgh i mean there there's literally nothing good about this team other than the fact that it could be the future home of trevor lawrence and even then oh. it's bad for him i mean it it doesn't get better just cuz he's there it's not going to be any better it's god awful. Uh, scrap the whole franchise. Oh, and sixteen. Write it down. It's not not uh, out of the question yet, but imagine a world where Trevor Lawrence is the next quarterback of the New England Patriots. I mean, they're 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 what two and five? I want to say uh, two and six, something like that. Something not good. Something Better Bill Belichick. The Panthers. Yeah, something uh, <laughs> Bill Belichick has not experienced <laughs> in quite a while. Uh, it really raises questions as to. You know, who was the system guy? Who was the – who carried in New England? Since we have the time, I'll ask the floor. Uh, was it Belichick or was it Brady? This is something I've been thinking about for a bit. I mean, Brady's played fine. But, uh, I mean, Patriots have had a lot of issues just because of Cam Newton with COVID, uh, between issues with Stephon Gilmore. I want to say he got COVID at a point. Uh, they've had not the easiest of times. I mean – is Bill Patriots Belichick started before the season when they had like yeah. six starters opt out of the season? 
Dante yeah. Hightower, Marcus Cannon, Patrick Chung, guys I mean, like that. I mean, they're missing a lot. They're 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 definitely not the same Patriots team. Granted, if you look at Belichick's record without Brady, it's not exactly great. But I mean, guy's got six rings. What more? Do I you think want it's to too early to tell. But if we had to say right now, I'd say Brady. Right now, off first because, impression, it's definitely Brady. Yeah, but the Bucks are winning, and the Patriots aren't. But if you look at the I roster, mean, the Bucks it, have a lot of better roster right now than the Patriots. Exactly. It was both of them. Tom Brady. Not I agree winning with that, six Super Bowls without Bill Belichick, and Bill Belichick's not winning six Super Bowls without Tom Brady. It just so happens that they broke up right at the perfect time to make Brady look great. This offense in Tampa is loaded. I mean, it's stupid. You're going to have guys that would start for every other team not getting much playing time here in Tampa. We're just loaded. New England's roster, however, I mean, it's garbage. That's the reason Tom Brady left. And Cam Newton, I still have faith in him. That's still my boy. But he can't – like, he doesn't look good in New England, and that's because he can't. Who can look good in New England right now? That offense – and the defense, too, because you guys mentioned all the guys they had opt out of the season. Their roster is just not good. And I really don't care how good of a coach Bill Belichick is. At, at some point, you can draw the X's and O's all you want, but if you don't have the dudes that are going to go out there and make the plays, you're not going to win. Like, you're just not. That roster is absolutely awful. So, I, I still think the Brady-Belichick relationship was 50-50 because I think they needed each other. Yeah, Only right. time will tell. Uh, you're, not, you're not super far off, RJ. I think it definitely could be a mix of both. Uh, honestly, we should probably give it a season or two before we make any assumptions on – who carried who, but uh, yeah, those have been our week nine predictions for the NFL. You guys have any closing thoughts besides that stuff? Yeah, it's going to be the first team in history to go 0-17. They're going to lose their bye week. They're god-awful. They're the worst team in history. Did you did you guys hear that just now? I think, I think I just heard a tank engine firing up. I think it's starting back up. I can hear it from New York, not so much from Carolina. I mean, no, 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 I kind of no, no. hear it from New England a little. I'm hearing it from Charlotte right now. The tank is firing back up. How many times do we have to tell you? <laughs> I don't care how many tank. You may have a tank in Carolina, but the Jets have a whole fucking army. I mean, they've got the whole brigade coming. It's like twelve tanks in a row. Like it's disgusting. It's they've fun got fact, a whole militia coming. It's fun fact. Five minutes before I got on this call with you guys, I read that the Jets general manager said Sam Darnold is the quarterback of the future for the Jets. So uh, they asked him about it earlier. I saw I saw true. the I was watching the press I heard about the press conference too and they asked him. He said he didn't want to commit to anything. If you have pick one But he did say Adam Gase isn't the only one to blame. If you have pick one of round one in the upcoming draft and sixteen out of Clemson is there, you're gonna take him. I don't care who your quarterback is. There's a reason you have the first overall pick. Figure it out. Sam Darnold, best Jets quarterback since Joe Namath. We'll leave it at that. Uh, For the rest of everybody else, or for RJ, Jamil, and Will, I've been Matthew Perry. For GMs for Hire, these have been our Week 9 predictions, and we'll see you next time. See ya.